we are back with another episode and joining me today, Therese. How's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. We haven't talked in forever. I know. I think two years to be exact. It's been about two years. Yeah. For those who don't know, I interviewed Therese maybe, yeah, two years ago and um, something happened with the clip, so we couldn't release it, but uh, here we are. We're back. We're back. Back at it. Back at it. <laughs> All right. For starters, Therese, um, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah. So my name's Therese. I'm a pop singer, songwriter, and producer, and I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. And now I'm kind of floating around Canada a little bit. I've spent a lot of time in Toronto um, and just figuring out where I really want to lay some roots. But that's a little bit about me. Okay, cool. And uh, let's take it back. How did music come into your life? Is Did you grow up on it? Something you just fell in love with? or? Uh, well, when I was about 10 years old, my brother uh, had a guitar and I used to sneak into his room and play his guitar, which was a big no-no because was, I was way too young to be uh, messing around on a guitar that nice. And um, so for Christmas, my parents bought me uh, one of those kind of toy guitars. And I just absolutely fell in love with it from there. I think as a kid, I was just writing songs and not even really knowing what I was doing, just feeling really creative and really enjoying it. And um, as I got older, I was like, oh, people do this as a job. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And for those who haven't heard your sound before, how how would you describe your sound to them? I would say it's pop with a touch of R&B and a dash of punk. Okay. All right. And the style, the pink hair, all that, you know, what made you kind of go that route with the pop stuff? I always wanted to dye my hair pink. Um, and I was super, super nervous to put out my first single. And so I made like a weird bet with myself where I was like, if you can get through dyeing your hair pink, you can get through a single release. So let's, let's just do both. We'll jump in with both feet. And um, yeah, I mean, it's really fun. I really enjoy it. So I've kept it around. It's definitely a little high maintenance, but so am I. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> it looks great. I know I've watched some of your stuff on TikTok and I know people are loving your, your image. So it looks, it looks good. Keep it up. Keep Thank it up. you. Yeah. Um, influences. Who are some of your biggest influences in the industry? Um, love me some Ariana Grande, Avril Lavigne and Amy Winehouse. All right. And do you have a specific one just for like songwriting and a specific one for performing? Yes. Uh, for songwriting, uh, there's a lovely, lovely, uh, female songwriter in Nashville named Emily Wisebend. Um, she's incredible. Uh, Donovan Woods from Canada, two incredible songwriters. And for performance, I mean, who can top Ariana Grande? Like what a, just a master of performance. Right. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, all right. Let's talk about your EP, Sad Girl Summer. Sure. Tell us about your EP and how it all came together. Yeah. So this is my debut EP. It's titled Sad Girl Summer. It's seven songs. Um, and it really, it was kind of my like pandemic baby. Um, I spent pretty much the duration of our time in isolation, just writing and uh, really enhancing my production skills. Um, 
so that I could put this project together. And I, it ended up that I, I mean, I was a writer on all of the tracks, but I was also a co-producer on each of the songs, except for Hot Mess. Um, and so it was just a really, really creative time for me, uh, which I so enjoyed and helped the time pass by really quickly. Um, just getting to kind of play every role within this project. Okay. And available on all platforms? Yep. Perfect. And uh, where do you get most of your inspiration from when writing? Uh, I mean, obviously life is really helpful. <laughs> um, but I think too, just really opening up yourself to all creative outlets. I mean, I think for me, whatever I'm watching on Netflix or whatever kind of music I'm listening to, I can't help but have it influence me. So I've actually gotten a little bit more conscious about what I'm intaking creatively because typically that impacts my output. Okay. And do you do a lot of co-writing? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of co-writing. Uh, I do a lot of writing myself as well, but during the pandemic, it was kind of, I guess, one of the silver linings was that um, songwriters from all over were able to collaborate instead of being in the same room, which, you know, if you're in Nashville and you're, you have access to some of the best talent, why would you write over Zoom or Skype? Um, but during a pandemic, you don't really have an option. So it was really nice to be able to collaborate with so many people from so many different places um, that otherwise I might not have had the chance to within that time period. For sure. What, uh, what would you say your favorite thing is about co-writing? I think just throwing ideas back and forth is really fun. Like, I think it's really cool to see how different people work and you're kind of adapting to the room and adapting to whoever you're working with. And so I really love that aspect. I also really love that it's like, it's such a weird thing. Like you really can't compare it to anything else where you have this really intimate time together and you share really vulnerable details and then you might never see that person again. Like in what other situation in life does that happen? That's true. That's true. That you're not paying like $300 for. Yep. That's true too. <laughs> Right. What is the, I remember asking you this question on one of your TikTok lives, but what is the weirdest, most awkward way you've ever come up with a song? That's a great question. Um, it might be how I came up with Hot Mess. I forgot my wallet in an Uber and I was texting with the Uber driver and we're on the phone and whatever. I'm trying to get my wallet back. And I just sat down and I was like, I, I want to make fun of myself right now. Like, this is so silly. This is so much effort for just like a simple mistake. Um, and just was having one of those days, you know, Murphy's law, anything that can't go wrong will go wrong. And so I just sat down and wrote hot mess and I didn't actually write it thinking like, Oh, this is going to be the lead single off of the EP. I just actually was trying to make, fun of myself a little bit and just like find humor and in, instead of being frustrated. Right. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, so I know you have some music videos out for some of the singles. Can we expect more videos for the rest of the singles? I can't say for sure, but you never know. You never know. Okay. 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 We'll keep that in the back pocket. Um, what advice would you give someone who's 
wanting to do what you did, you kind of moved from Calgary to Toronto to pursue music and stuff. What advice would you give someone who's looking to do the same? I mean, that's such a big question. I think that just really getting an excellent understanding of yourself um, and being really, truly authentic to you, like not chasing like the followers and the money and the whatever, but like authentically understanding what it is that's driving you. Um, and also what like those kind of triggers can be that are going to, going to deter you from this industry or make it really challenging and just being kind to yourself, but you need to understand like how to be kind to yourself to be able to be kind to yourself. Um, but I, I would really urge people to do a lot of like the personal growth and self-work. Obviously there's like this industry is so wild that I think that's really what makes a sustainable career because it's just the highs are so high and the lows are so low that if you can be like that stability for yourself, then you're golden. You can, you can move to Toronto, you can move to LA, you can sign a record deal, you can do whatever because you have you and like truly authentically, like you feel safe with yourself, which is really important. Was it, uh, was it tough for you leaving Calgary, leaving home, or was it just something you were just, you were ready for it and away you went? It was both. I was ready for it for sure. Um, but it was really hard. I think it's really hard for anybody to move, um, to a place where they don't know a lot of people, whether it's for music or for school or, or whatever job. Um, I think it can be really intimidating and really challenging to make friends at times and just overall, just a lonely experience. Uh, so I think, you know, on social media, everything looks so like bright and shiny and like, look, I'm in this new city, but it was really lonely and it was challenging to, um, like really find that circle for me of just really good friends, people I can trust, a support system, which I, I think is, is key wherever you live. Absolutely. Okay. What would you say has been the best advice you've been given in your career up to this point? Ooh. Um, one time a songwriter really tore into me um at the time I was like sobbing and I think I was like 15 or 16 um but they kind of tore into me being like dude you're not writing about anything like you're writing songs but they're not about anything like it's all this surface level stuff that anyone can write about and like no one's really gonna relate with because it's it's not saying anything important um and I like it, it wasn't like a succinct line, but just the premise of like, what is this music for? Is it like for healing? Is it to make people happy? Is it to make them want to dance? Uh, it doesn't always need to be like a heavy, like, well, it's helping them through like a really tough time. Yeah, it can be that. But like, it can also be a happy pop song. Well, it's still that, you know, I think just um, looking at how music can really interact with people and interact with the world and bring people together. Okay. All right. Do, uh, do we have any shows lined up people can look forward to? Nothing planned just yet. It's, I mean, it's really hard because everything's just so up in the air. Um, and I just want to be sure that 
um, when I do get to play a show that I can give lots of hugs to everyone who's been so incredibly supportive um, over the pandemic and just make sure everybody can dance and have fun and have a drink if they want to. Um, so yeah, it's kind of trying to find that balance of like, obviously I'm itching to get back on stage, but I also want to make sure that everyone's safe and healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right. You have your EPL. What's, what's next for you? Yeah. I mean, it's so wild because you like do so much work behind the scenes to release an EP. And then it's like the work actually starts once the EP's out. Um, and and pretty much like as soon as the EP came out, I was like, all right, so like next single and everyone's like, slow it down. Like, let's, we need to have people listen to this. Like you didn't put all this work in so that I could just, you know, be out in the world and no one would hear it. So now like, you know, doing the legwork and, and like interviews like this and, you know, TikTok lives and stuff. Um, so I mean, I have songs I'm really excited about and I'm just trying to not run before I walk. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Last thing, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. You can find me on socials at Therese music, um, on TikTok. It's the Therese music and my website is the Um, we can get Therese music problem. So sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, go grab her latest EP, Sad Girl Summer. And Therese, thanks so much for taking the time. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. It's great catching up and stay in touch. Talk soon. Sounds great. Talk soon. All right, take care.